0: Welcome back to the Warroni Sports Update. I'm your presenter, Jeremy Nicholson, and my guest today is Zoe Clark. Welcome, Zoe.
1: Thank you for having me today.
0: Zoe is an aspiring triathlete who's competing worldwide and uh, looking to crack the Australian team for 2024.
1: Perhaps, if I'm lucky.
0: <laughs> Before we go any further, let us remember that this is Aboriginal land and that it always will be, so we'll take a moment to recognise that. We would like to acknowledge the Ngunnawal and Nambri people who are the traditional custodians of the land on which Wuroni is created. We pay respects to Elders past, present and emerging. We acknowledge that the name Wuroni was taken from the Wadi Wadi Nation without permission and we are striving to do better for future reconciliation. Now before we get to triathlon, first we'll recap the week in sport. The Women's World Cup has been hurtling towards its conclusion with Australia dramatically beating France on penalties in Brisbane. The game on Saturday had 50,000 attending and many millions more watching across Australia in parks, stadiums, restaurants and at home on their TVs. The game finished nil-nil after 90 minutes and a further 30 minutes of extra time could not separate the two sides. After 19 penalties with the score locked at 6-6, Australia's Courtney Vine slotted home the winning penalty to give Australia a 7-6 win. In the other games, England beat Colombia to set up a uh, a semi-final with Australia, while the other games saw Sweden beat Japan and Spain beat the Netherlands, with their semi-final also happening this week. In the NRL, with three games left, things are getting tight at the top. Penrith and Brisbane are still level, first and second, after resounding wins over Manly and Parramatta. While third place Warriors and fourth place Melbourne Storm also won to keep up their Premiership hopes. The sixth place Canberra Raiders were on the wrong end of it with a 48 2 loss against Melbourne. In the AFL, things were even tighter with just two games left and another series of shocks, with Hawthorne again pulling out a stunning win against the Western Bulldogs. The bottom placed clubs. West Coast and North Melbourne also had thumping losses to leave them marooned with just two wins so far this season, with both clubs hoping to bounce back ne- better next year. The front runners, Collingwood Magpies, had a tight eight-point win against Geelong Cats, while second-place Brisbane and third-place Port Adelaide also had victories. Sydney beat the Gold Coast by 24 points to lock themselves into seventh place, key for a finals position. Over the weekend on Saturday, the world's biggest fun run, the City. City to Surf was held in Sydney. Over 50,000 runners participated, with with some wearing amusing costumes, charitable causes, and lots of fun to be had all round, while some serious competition was also at play. The 14k race, which starts in Sydney's city at Hyde Park and ends at Bondi Beach, was run by more than 80,000 and won by Ed Goddard, who ran the race in 41 minutes 30 seconds. The women's category was won by Irishwoman Neve Allen, who won who ra- ran it in 47 minutes and 29 seconds, pretty close to the world records. The current record set in, 2000, in 2001 for the women was 45 minutes 6 seconds, and 40 minutes and 2 seconds for the men, set in 1991. That's all for sport at the moment. So now we'll discuss with Zoe. Zoe, tell us a bit about yourself.
1: Uh, well, I'm an ANU student here um, studying law and science and I'm in my third year and um, I started triathlon at the end of first year. I used to do surf lifesaving but obviously there's no beaches in Canberra so thought I'd give triathlon a bit of a crack and since then I've been a bit hooked.
0: <laughs> Wonderful. And before we get to know a bit more about you and a bit more about triathlon as a sport, First, there's five fast questions. So, what's your favourite vegetable?
1: Carrot.
0: Describe yourself in three words.
1: Fun, energetic and determined.
0: What's your favourite fancy dress costume?
1: Uh, One time I dressed up as avocado. That was good.
0: What's your dream holiday?
1: Oh, well, uh, going travelling in Europe with my bike and lots of good food.
0: (laughs) And finally, tell us a joke.
1: Uh, oh, this one is for a niche audience, but um, that's uh, one of my uncle's favourites. It's, uh, what did Batman say to Robin when he wanted Robin to get in the car? What's that? Get in the car, Robin.
0: <laughs> so Zoe, how did you get into triathlon at the beginning?
1: Actually, I did an off-road triathlon um, at Stromlo. I was meant to be doing it with my friend from uh, BNG and we were meant to be meeting in the kitchen. I get to the kitchen at, you know, six o'clock in the morning on a Sunday because what else would you want to do? And uh, she wasn't there so I went up to her room and she'd been to the bush the night before, <laughs> was vomiting in the sink. I won't name any names but off I went to Stromlo on my lonesome on a borrowed bike from someone from B&G. So thanks to that person as well. And um, yeah, I did it and I loved it because I've yeah I always loved swimming and running and I've had a few cracks at the mountain bike, but not too much. And um, yeah, it was good. And then when COVID hit, uh, there wasn't much else to do. So I started training.
0: And how did you go in that first triathlon you did?
1: Oh, I, I cracked the win. Um not sure how deep the field was that day, but <laughs> it was a good time.
0: And so, talk us through your kind of competition schedule and some of the competitions you've already done and some of the ones you're doing in the future.
1: Uh, well, at the moment, I um, well, my first like season, I started off um, doing like just some little local competitions and then I competed in. Um, the Oceania Championships, both in um, Devonport in Tasmania and on the Gold Coast in Queensland, and I, w- I went all right in those. And I was lucky enough to um, get selected for a program at the VIS. It's like called the Talent Transfer Program, obviously because I came from surf lifesaving, so it wasn't, um, I didn't grow up as a triathlete. So they've been um, supporting some race opportunities since then. So I raced again um, at Devonport. And then uh, in Port Douglas in week 12, lovely. (laughs) And then um, I'm looking forward to going to do uh, an Asian Continental Cup in Korea in a couple of weeks. And then uh, another lovely week 12 race in Hong Kong. So that'll be another Asian Continental Cup to hopefully uh, pick up some points on the world circuit.
0: That sounds very exciting. And we're all looking forward to hearing how you go. Uh Thank you. Talk us now through your training and your preparation and what that looks like to have to compete at such a high level.
1: Uh, Well, um, training has been like a focus for me on training has been a lot on like strength and conditioning because I didn't come uh, doing cycling or running growing up. And after my first year, I accumulated a fair whop of injuries. Uh, So since then, I've been working a lot more on uh, injury prevention. So I've obviously got the gym side of that and then... I usually swim like three or four times a week, about 5k's a session. And then I run like three or four times a week, about 10, 15k's a session. And then I ride like three or four times a week, anywhere between like 40 and 150k's. <laughs> and yeah, so there's a lot of training um, and it's, it's good fun, but uh, it's, it's for my type, but not for all types. <laughs>
0: That is a, a big commitment. and So how do you go about balancing that with uni and your friends and making sure, you know, you're eating properly and sleeping enough and all that kind of thing as well?
1: Uh, yeah, well, I like to think that sleep is a bit of a magic weapon. Uh, so I've really prioritised sleep in the past year. I can't say the same for my whole triathlon career. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'm just, I'm just doing three subjects um, at the moment just to, you know, be able to manage things. Um, And yeah, I try and uh, sometimes I get a little bit too hyper focused on training or uni, but I try and maintain some balance and just relax. And yeah, no, relaxing is not my strong point. (laughs) But yeah, no, I feel like it goes all right. You just need to have uh, good time management and sleep so that you can deal with everything and don't just fall apart.
0: Now, let's paint a picture. It's the morning of a race. What are you, how are you preparing? What are you feeling? And what's kind of the process of going to the race, the kind of atmosphere around these competitions?
1: Um, Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, I'd say like typical race starts about eight o'clock in the morning. So you want to be waking up at like five to eat breakfast and then heading down to the race site. Like with triathlon, you've got to check your bike into transition so you want to be doing like a bike warm up before then for, I don't know, half an hour, 40 minutes and then put your bike into transition and um, register. I'm honestly a bit of a fluster on race mornings so I don't think you want to encounter me. But I like to I like to warm up by myself, though I'm usually at like races with my teammates. I think it's like the warm up is just a good time to get in the zone and um, yeah, go for a run, swim, swim. Um, and, yeah, lots of, like, snacks, lots of drinking water. I don't know. I like to enjoy the moment and, like, I don't know, once you're all warmed up and you're ready to go, like, have a bit of a chat with your mates or whatever and then, you know, get in the zone. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't get too nervous. I feel like I get a good amount of nerves just to get a bit of adrenaline but not too much to freak out or anything.
0: And so you're talking there about the kind of – other people your teammates and the other competitors what's the community like around triathlon and are there a lot of people at ANU that you kind of have a little community with in that regard?
1: Uh, I would say um, triathlons are really like tight-knit community it's not a hugely popular sport um, in Australia at the moment but I hope to see it grow a bit Um, but I'd say at ANU I know there's a few triathletes at ANU but not many I'd say lucky the thing is with triathlon is you know you can meet people through cycling and running and swimming separately so even if there's not uh too many triathletes around ANU there's plenty of runners and swimmers and cyclists so it's good and yeah the teammates because there's not like because it's not huge like you get to know the girls that you race against and yeah it's good vibes
0: and so again you touched on talking about meeting people through each discipline individually how different is it trying to go for a run when you don't have to have the the swim and the bike in there or any of those? How does it compare individually to doing all three in the one go?
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I just find that um, I'm always tired and sore. <laughs> so it's, it's like you just... Uh, my coach has said this to me a lot, as in just accepting that you're never going to feel fresh except on race morning if you've tapered and just have that attitude that, Yeah, you know, you do a ride and then it's like, okay, that was good, now I'm going to go for a run and your legs are already sourced, but um, you, you love the challenge and that's why you do the sport.
0: What is it that you enjoy about it? Is it the relentlessness of it? Is that kind of the main selling point?
1: I just like, I love the feeling of just completely emptying the tank and like at the end of the race when there's literally nothing left, just the rush is so good. And, like, just the feeling of pushing yourself, I really enjoy it, like, in training, in racing. And, like, I don't know, you get to some weird places in your brain sometimes and it's interesting to see um, what's there because in day-to-day life, you know, things can get a bit monotonous. But if you do something a bit thrilling, it's exciting.
0: And what advice would you have for either any aspiring athletes and triathletes in particular?
1: Uh, my advice would be to um, be careful with your training load, and if you're fortunate enough to have a coach, uh, listen to them or try and seek one out because training for three sports is not an easy task, and it's very easy to overdo it. Whether that just means um, not necessarily training too much, but increasing your load too quickly, and uh, that's definitely probably something I did, and I ended up with a Ankle injury and knee injury and a shoulder injury all at the same time. So you've just got to um, trust the process and build up things slowly.
0: And what was it like trying to kind of come back from that injury, trying to rehabilitate and get back to a place where you were ready to compete?
1: Um, well, I'd say it would not have been possible without my incredible team at the VIS. I'm like very grateful for all the physios and stuff that have helped me because. Yeah, it's quite difficult um, to have um, injuries because, you know, you don't always understand exactly what caused them or um, how you need to rehab them. So I think just like getting back from injury is just about trusting the process and listening to other people's advice. And even if things take longer or you have to rest for longer, than like you'd like to, it's it's always worth it (laughs) um, to, you know, get your body back because you've only got one of it. (laughs) So look after it.
0: Have you kind of taken to other sports as well while you've been here?
1: Um, Well, I did dabble a bit in first year doing some of the ISO sports like soccer, touch, um, things like that. But uh, I find that the three sports of triathlon generally take up most of my time (laughs) and it's kind of too hard doing doing any other sports because when you're not training, you kind of need to let your body recover. So it, to me, I just, I hate being injured so much. <laughs> I'd rather just do triathlon.
0: <laughs> it sounds like you're, you're very passionate about what you do. Do you have any general advice, any kind of life advice, the things that, mottos you live by that help you kind of get where you want to be?
1: Uh, well, i um, not too old, so I wouldn't say I'm that wise, but I would say some of my... Some of my best advice, one of them comes from the back of the Nutrigrain grain box and that's you only get out what you put in. <laughs> so <laughs> I feel like that's very true um, as in the more energy and passion you put into something, um, the more you're going to get out of it. So I think that's one of my uh, main things um, that applies to all aspects of life, whether, you know, that's sport, uni, relationships, whatever. Um, and then... I'd say my other piece of advice, this is on a sticky note that's on my fridge at home. So shout out to my housemates if they're listening, which they're definitely not. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Which is, um, if you don't believe you can do it, you'll never give the effort required to do it. So I feel like that's a good um, reminder that if you put your mind to something, then, well, at least there's a chance
0: you'll be able
1: to achieve it. But yeah, I'd say that's what I mean. And also enjoy it. If you don't enjoy it, then it's not worth it. If you enjoy it, it's worth it.
0: It's very, very wise, very sage. Where mm. do you, where do you see yourself going next? So you've got your two races coming up.
1: Uh, yeah. So after those two races, then I'll probably have a little end of, end of season break, and then I'll kick out it again next year. Um, hopefully. I've got under 20, uh, a, few, a few more years in under 23. So hopefully, if not next year, the year after, I'll hopefully qualify for under 23 Worlds. But they've only been picking one person a year, so that will be a tough battle. Um, but, you know, I'll put my hat in the ring. And, um, yeah, hopefully in the next year or two, uh, getting over and um, racing in some more, uh, like hopefully qualifying for like a World Cup, and doing some world cup racing, but until then just doing some more continental cup racing to try and the triathlon point system is complicated. (laughs) I won't go into explaining it, but yeah, trying to accumulate some more points at different races so I can climb the ladder, I guess. So yeah, one step at a time.
0: And so while you're waiting for that kind of opportunity to present itself next year and after you finished your, your next two races, how important is the recovery and what's the process of making sure that you give yourself enough time to be ready and 100% when you next have to compete?
1: Uh, Yeah, well, I'd say, like, even if I think between um, Seoul and Hong Kong, like, after Seoul, um, probably just have, like, a couple of days off and get back into training because, yeah, triathlon, there's not much rest in triathlon. (laughs) Um, But then I think after Hong Kong, I'll definitely take a few weeks just to, like, clock off from triathlon and training and just like reset because I think that's one thing you need to remember is like long-term goals if you don't have a break now then you'll burn out later even though I would be tempted just to keep training because I just want to keep improving but that's it's all about not no progression is linear so I think yeah just like making sure I take time and like over Christmas and New Year's when I'm have a bit of downtime just to spend time with my family and friends and stuff and then um drop the hammer when I need to.
0: (laughs) Sounds very exciting. There's a lot to look forward to there. Um, And we'll certainly be wishing you all the best in your next couple of races. Thanks. Any last words?
1: Uh, Just, yeah, thanks for having me on. And um, I hope that uh, if this inspires anyone to, you know, run a race or... uh, pick up the rusty bike out of the shed and put some chain lube on or pump up the (laughs) tyres or try triathlon um, or any sport for that matter. Get outside. Yep, that would be a win.
0: I think, of course, we wouldn't be able to finish without asking you which is your favourite out of the swimming, the uh, the riding and the running.
1: Uh, well, I would say they're all my favorite for different reasons. Swimming. I come from more of a swimming background, so it's my best. So obviously I love it because I'm competitive as, uh, riding is just like so exciting because I didn't do a lot of it growing up. So it's been like a bit of a thrill, but then running has to take the, has to take the crown because it's just something so primal about running. (laughs) It just, it feels good. So yeah, running would take the, take the crown.
0: Very good, very good. Thanks for coming on Zoe. Thank Um, you, thanks for having me. We'll be back next week. Next week we'll be finding out if the ANU football club can win the under-23s premiership. They had the opportunity to do it this weekend and unfortunately lost and couldn't get over the line so we'll we'll be waiting to see if they can get the great victory that they deserve.
1: I look forward to listening in.
0: (laughs) Thank you everyone, see you next week.